Uh, hi everyone, it's Eugene from Ginger here, and you're listening to uh, Propcast. Welcome back to the broadcast, everyone. I'm your host, Dario, and uh, we have a returning guest today on the broadcast, and that's uh, Eugene from Ginger. Uh, welcome back to the broadcast. How are you doing? Uh, first of all, thank you for having me here tonight, uh, and um, I'm absolutely fine. Just uh, had a very you know, fruitful and full of events day. And I think it's just the perfect way to finish a day with a nice chat, yeah, and talking about music and everything. Ah, that sounds cool. Um, yeah, um, you guys played here in Munich, actually, not so long ago, and I had uh, the pleasure of seeing you live there again. We didn't meet because uh, you were busy, um, but yeah. You were one of the only, if not the only, international band that were able actually that to that pulled it off to tour this summer here in Germany or in in middle middle Europe, Central Europe. Um, how how was that tour? Um, how how was it for you? Well, in these strange times, uh, I have to say that. Uh, it was a, a, an extraordinary experience, first of all. Uh, and uh, that was something really like, you know, a piece of fresh air, a piece of light in the darkness. Mm -hmm. uh, something that made us feel back on the rails as a band. Because uh, after six months of no shows, no live performances. We finally had a chance to play. And uh, it doesn't really matter that those shows in September were different from normal shows. Limited capacity, social distancing, uh, especially in Germany. Mm -hmm. uh, the regulations were quite strict. But anyway, it was a real show with people in front of you. And uh, nothing, nothing for the camera, just straight for the people. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, that—that is—that was yeah, I, I, something which made me really happy. Delightful experience, and uh, it's great that we did it. It's great that we did it because we managed to do it right, not right before, but before the second wave of COVID started. You know, yeah. uh, making problems. Because now in November, end of October, November, we we definitely are seeing the rise of uh, an increase of infection rates. Yeah, and now it is just impossible to do it. Yeah. But back in September, it was I think perfect time to play a few shows. Uh, it was a big risk. This is what I keep saying every time people ask me about. It was a big risk, and it was really dangerous in many ways to come and play, not only because we could get uh, sick, no, just because every moment from the very beginning of the tour, we could be sent back home 
if mm -hmm. the police just they could send us home uh, crossing the border we will spend three hours at the police office they were checking our papers and were deciding whether we can stay and play or we need to go back and uh, actually we were stopped by the police on the road and checked yeah and uh, we also crossed the, the German and Swiss border and we could be sent back home from there. So it was a big risk yeah. from the bureaucratic point of view. And also it was a big risk financially because if we were sent, if we had been sent home, uh, we would just lose quite a lot of money because everything was paid in advance, flights, uh, our bandwagon, gear, just a lot of things, yeah. and. I am happy anyway that we we took that decision that we did it because now uh, in a couple of years when things will be all right and everybody everybody will be remembering uh, these days uh, of confusion yeah uh, with with a smile on their face I hope so uh, yeah. we will be one of those few few bands in the world who would be able to say we were playing social distancing shows during the pandemics yeah. <laughs> It's cool. Yeah, um, I remember when, or actually, I checked back our last uh, uh, conversation that we had last year when you played here in Munich, and uh, then we were talking about the huge tour you had, you, you you did back back last last year. Um, I mean, you you did the um, the American tour, and then with with no stop, with no break, you did the, the European tour, and that was like three months or what, um, exactly. on the road, and uh, back then we we were uh, yeah you were saying that um, you just had released Macro and earlier the year the Micro EP, and you said yeah um, we have so much new material out now we're we're gonna play live for the next one, two, three years, whatever. And uh, I can imagine for you as a band, as a band who's always seemed, seems to be hungry for playing live shows, there must have been quite difficult this couple of months, these six months, sitting at home and can't, you, not being able to go out and play shows. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, absolutely, yeah, that, that that that's right. We we were ready uh, at the beginning of 2020. We were ready to tour nonstop. This is what we were planning to do, and we had the whole year booked. The whole year was booked. We yeah. we were supposed to finish our Latin American tour, which uh, started but never ended. We we just the, the pandemics stopped us in the middle of Latin America. Yeah, uh, then we had um, our uh, North American tour. We were supposed to play it, like North America, United States festivals in the United States. Then we would be back home. We would play. Uh, oh, yeah, we were also about to play the a, a small mini tour around Europe. Uh, uh, and uh, Impericon festivals and then mm -hmm. summer festivals and uh, and all the fall uh, would be full of concerts too and everything just crashed down everything down fell drain. down yeah yeah and that's it yeah and it's it's devastating because 
Uh, we we just released last year. We just released an album, which I think is a very strong album. And uh, when we released it, it was the peak of our uh, com- composing capabilities. Yeah, and uh, we we definitely had to support the album with touring. This is how it is done. The band releases an album and then support it with touring, so that more people can hear the music. Mm-hmm. And this is what we were deprived of. This is what we were left without. They just the, the, the situation. The situation took it from us. Yeah. And in this way, uh, it is very, very sad to realize that we were, na- were not able to fulfill the the, the mission. Yeah. We were not a- able to yeah. uh, play it full force. Yeah. Uh, and uh, do what we could do with that album. But it is what it is. Yes, so we need to move forward now. Yeah, moving forward and looking forward, of course, you're going to release the live album, Alive in Melbourne, um, in November, right after this episode will be uh, uh, aired, so oh. to speak. Yes. Um, so, yeah, wh- when was it, uh, when, when did you record it? Wh- when was the Australian tour? Uh, we went to Australia at the beginning of March. And everybody was very excited about this because it was our first time in Australia. It was uh, completely sold out. Uh, and it was great to see that we have so many fans down there, down under, like mm-hmm. they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I fell in love with Australia. It's a wonderful country, wonderful people. In some way, quite similar to Eastern Europeans, uh, mentally. Yeah, and... Um, uh, we, we were just having fun playing incredible shows. And on the 5th of March, we were in Melbourne. The show was sold out. Uh, yeah, and uh, we, we were not planning to record the gig, actually. We, we, uh, it was just another show in Australia. Great night. We were uh, preparing to meet our friends from 12 Foot Ninja who were there that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great party together there <laughs> after the show. Yeah, yeah, the, the Australians uh, know how to party. <laughs> they do, they do, they do. And it, it was cool that actually my birthday was next day, the 6th oh, of March. Nice. And by the time we were finishing the show, it was my birthday already. Yeah, yeah. when you see the or listen to the album um, or you watch the video, uh, the last the last songs were actually played on the 6th of March. My birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we had a great party together and nobody was thinking about releasing that show. We, how it happened. We were doing the sound check before and somebody told us there is a guy who will be, uh, who would be filming. And we said, okay, then we will do, uh, we will do the recording of the audio on our side. Mm-hmm. And we forgot about that. But in a couple of weeks when the whole world was shut down, we were lucky to have the whole gig recorded both on the audio and video. Mm-hmm. So it was a matter of luck, a matter of luck, you know, all the respects. Yeah, and uh, so so will the release be a, a, a live CD only or will there be also a DVD with the video material? We, we definitely will uh, put out the video uh, or on, on a platform like YouTube uh, one day, ah, one okay. day. Uh, yeah, so uh, 
I don't think it will be. I don't think it is worth releasing it on DVD because the quality. It it is not like a full production show. Yeah. Uh, okay. We were away away from home. Uh, of course, it, it looks good, but not. I don't think it is good on video. It is good enough to release as a DVD, but. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I cannot say. Maybe some special edition. Maybe very limited special edition. Yes. <laughs> we'll think about that. We'll think about uh, that. At the moment, we're releasing not just audio on a CD and vinyl. Uh, and I, uh, th- this is what I'm proud of because the quality of the sound and how well we played that night is good enough uh, for the audio release. Like, this is what we're doing. Live album. Yeah, great. I mean, uh, the, uh, the the good thing um, promoting a live album, like if you have the video by accident also, you can put it like, like the promo singles on YouTube. Um, at that time now, as we're recording this episode, there are two singles already out, Teacher, Teacher and Sit, Stay, Roll Over. And as, uh, as far as I know, there's going to be a third live single. Uh, which song is it gonna be? Do you know it? It's gonna be Retrospection, and it okay. will be out very soon. Just it's the second of November, on the sixth of November, if I'm not mistaken. We're releasing Retrospection, and I think that this is a, a very special uh, release as a single because uh, this is one of few songs uh, which has lyrics in Russian. Mm-hmm. Our, our mother tongue and you know just as a matter of fact a band from ukraine uh, thousands of kilometers away from home uh, I, I one of the furthest uh, possible points mm-hmm. on earth away from home yeah. singing in mother tongue singing in russian uh, on stage uh, at a fully sold out show uh, i think it's something really special and this is one of the reasons why we chose retrospection for the final single great um speaking about singles um just two weeks ago um you actually released another video single for macro um for the prophecy um that's uh, is the sixth single so there's like soon soon there's gonna be the whole album macro with <laughs> videos right it will be we will we be. announced yeah we we announced that we already told that uh we will we would release uh, the whole uh, album on video every song from macro will have an official video great uh, you're 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 on your way there six out of nine tracks that's uh uh yeah great um to Thanks. to to um especially also in these times when you cannot go out and play tours and stuff to 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 keep keep the people um yeah up, give the people new stuff to watch and um it's not only it's not only just because of marketing or promotion the problem the main idea behind releasing an official video for each song is that uh, we believe that Macro doesn't have weak songs and uh, every single song is different in its own way and is unique in its own way and it's good in its own way. That's why they all deserve to be, you know, to have this exposure. To, to... So, so, it's, so it's an artistic decision. Absolutely, yeah, 100%. I like that. We, actually, we knew we would do like that even before we released Macro. 
I remember we were doing uh, last year summer festivals around and we were sitting. It was Köln, actually. Uh, we, we had uh, like five days off in Köln, but chilling out, relaxing. And we uh, we were still in the middle, not middle, but final stage of mixing and mastering the album. Mm-hmm. And we all agreed that there, there are no bad songs, there are no weak songs. Each song is, is good, and that's why why don't we make a video for each of them. So when when did you shoot the material for the prophecy? Um, did you shoot we made, right, right like like not so long ago, or did you have it already like laying around? For... Unfortunately, uh, not. We we we. I wish we did it before the pandemics back in the winter, let's say, uh, because then we would be able to bring more people, make make it even crazier. Uh, but uh, we we just never had a chance to do that in the winter. We uh, back in the winter, and then we went on tour, and then we were split actually because I spent uh, six months from March to August in uh, Los Angeles, and Tatiana was there too, uh, and the guys went to Ukraine and were here, and we were not able to film a video because we were separated from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we made prophecy as soon as we got back home. It was the beginning of September, before actually, right before the tour in Germany. Oh, okay. Uh, we, uh, oh, okay. yeah. So we invited France, uh, filmed the video, then tested uh, for COVID negative, <laughs> <laughs> and then we went went to, to play our shows in Germany. All right. Cool. So the the remaining videos, uh, it, it's not that you like um, produced all the videos beforehand and just now dropping them uh, all after. You you're you're producing them as you go along. So the the remaining videos will be produced in the upcoming months, I guess. <laughs> uh, actually, we are filming we are filming home back this Wednesday. Oh, great. <laughs> Yeah, everything is set up, everything is prepared. We'll just show up at the setting uh, on Wednesday and we'll film another awesome video, very different from everything we made before. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really intriguing. I was actually today when I was out uh, for a run, I, I put on macro because I knew I would have the, the interview with you today and... Uh, uh, revisited it and and actually home back uh, that kind of stood out. I thought, yeah, that's 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 the stuff I need right now for working out for for running. <laughs> good to know. Good to know this. Good to know this. So soon, quite soon, you will have an official video for this, and I hope you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure your videos have been fantastic uh, uh, up till now. Always uh, really great uh, videography. Um, you you guys definitely put a lot of uh, thought and and effort into it. And that that Thanks. shows. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. Um, yeah. The the live album Alive in Melbourne will be out on November twenty. We talked a lot about ginger um, and all the crazy stuff that's going on in the ginger world. It's always exciting to see what you guys are up to and um, you always keep busy um, but right now to 
round this interview off. Um, we actually, in the meantime, also, uh, we have a little section at the end of our interviews that we like to call, What's in your Walkman? So we like to ask our guests what they've been listening to lately. So is there anything uh, that you like to recommend to your fans that you, that you have been spinning a lot? Lately? Mm. Well, actually, the, the last records I was listening to were Cold Chamber. Mm -hmm. Chamber music. Just a week ago, so I, I was going to my gym and uh, before that I had a call uh, from our US manager who is actually Des Fafara from Cold Chamber and oh, Devil okay. Driver. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and after that I, I just, I don't know why, but I decided to listen to my favorite record by Cold Chamber, which is Chamber Music. Yeah, uh, also I was uh, listening lately to a lot to Anathema. We all know that the band is uh, on hiatus now. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know whether it is completely over or not, but uh, the... I am like a, a fan of the band. I like them a lot. Uh, also, I was listening quite a lot of Ginger because uh, we will be filming Homeback. I was listening to Homeback a lot just to you know get the vibe of the song, be ready for the for the uh, filming, and uh, also. What else? What else? Uh, can can you can you th pick, th can you pick maybe a song from 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 the Cold Chamber album and Anathema that I can put into the playlist for this episode? <laughs> <laughs> let's choose. Let's choose. Uh, uh, Shroud of Falls by Anathema, and let's choose Tyler's song. Uh, by Cold Chamber, and uh, if you if I can pick one more, yeah, uh, sure. I would I would pick. Actually, the, the, right before the interview, while waiting for your call, I was listening to Depros. Ah. Uh, yeah, and let's let's pick the price. Yes. From by by Depros. Yeah. Yes. One of my favorite bands as well. I've been, yeah, also following them and uh, yeah in touch with them since since their very very beginning uh, so they're an incredible band with their own face with their own style of genre yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 cool it's it's, it's uh, always so it, the last 10 years actually 2010 i saw them first time with with uh, tall puppy syndrome uh, at the prog power europe festival and it's it's been so amazing to watch them grow and um develop their own style and their own music and every album sounding different from the previous one so yeah they're great a absolutely absolutely this is what makes a great a great band great actually yeah i have i have two um i have actually three recommendations as well for the what's in your walkman section and i've been listening to the upcoming new pain of survey uh, not pain of salvation fate's warning Pain of Salvation is going to bring out actually uh, the um, the re-release of um, the Perfect Element Part One on November 20 as well. I think uh, drops the same day as the Ginger Life album, but the new Fate's Warning and possibly the last Fate's Warning studio album, um, Long Day, Good Night, is dropping this coming Friday from 
the day we were recording. And amazing bass work from Joey Wera on that. And then um, actually today, um, the podcast episode that we released today was with uh, singer Marcella Bovio, and she has an amazing new um, project or band that's called um, White Horse, Black Horse, and their first single, Black Hole, is dope. And the bass player who plays on it is um, my friend Sebe Sapkins, and he's... He's one of my favorite young bass talents. He's just so full of energy, and it's always a pleasure to watch him and hear him play. And uh, the third entry would be um, Mayan, the kind of Dutch symphonic death metal supergroup. And I finally got around to listen to it because obviously Marcela Bovio also sings with them. And I never really checked them out, but it's, it's really cool stuff. Uh, definitely. So it's, it's thanks for the recommendations. It's gonna be a great playlist. Um, now, what I'm doing um, since we start, we actually started the doing like these interviews um, in in March when the first lockdown started, um, and I always put the, like a playlist with, of course, the new singles leading up to the album of the guest, and also like. Um, a best of uh, of this artist of this band, and if you if you want, you can pick your favorite um, Ginger songs as well for the playlist um, from the studio albums if you want. Yeah, uh, why not? Let's pick uh, something which is not too trivial. No Pisces this time. Yeah, yeah, de <laughs> definitely. definitely. <laughs> I think everyone is tired. No Pisces. Yeah, I am tired of we, this we, song, we, we, even we though it is great, but no. We, we talked We talked a lot about Pisces uh, on the uh, on our last uh, in our last interview. Exactly. Uh, a, a year ago, you guys listening to this can go back and check it out as well. Uh, yeah, I will pick Ape. Let's let's give it to the people. Ape. All right. Um, and uh, anything else from the from the previous um, albums? I mean, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put home back because you mentioned it uh, that you're okay. gonna, gonna do the video for it. Um, so anything from Cloud Factory or King of Everything that you would like to put into the best of ginger yeah I, exactly <laughs> good idea let's let's pick songs which i think deserve to be there but didn't have enough attention before like, let's pick uh deeper sale from uh, uh king of everything and let's pick uh bad water uh from cloud factory all right cool that's uh uh gonna be a really epic playlist again i love compiling those because it's yeah it's uh it hopefully might also um show the band to new listeners who haven't heard you guys before or from <laughs> or from a different perspective yeah from yeah. perspective people never never had the chance to listen to us all right Eugene, it was a pleasure to talk to you again. Um, I hope uh, we can do this next time 
live face to face again in a year or so. All the best with the upcoming live release. And um, yeah, and I'm super stoked for the video as well for Homeback. Thank you very much for this yeah, opportunity to talk to you. Once again, big pleasure. And I'm sure we will be talking to each other again next year, even I think earlier than you think, because uh, we are working currently on a new record and it will be out next year. Wow. So, and it will be, yeah, I, I think it will perfectly match the broadcast because it's going to be as progressive as possible. <laughs> that sounds dope. I'm super stoked now. Um, all right, I'm gonna go back, listen to some more Ginger, put a, put together the playlist and stuff. Unfortunately, the, the episode now that we finish recording it will only drop in a couple of weeks, just before the live album drops as well. But that's how it is. Um, it's have, all right. Have a great evening, Eugene. Uh, to our listeners, thank you for listening as always. And... Uh, Take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones, and listen to great music. Peace, love, and harmony. The Progcast is a production of Stuus Media and is presented by the Prague Space. It is produced by Randy M. Salo, Janine Stengel-Lewis, Blake Lewis, and Dario Albrecht. Our theme music is by This Is Not An Elephant, and Van Kirsch does our graphics. New episodes of the podcast drop every Monday and Thursday. And don't miss our Friday Top 5 episode where we discuss our favorite new releases from that week. For more interviews and reviews in the written form, check out theprogspace.com.